I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. So if you tuned in several weeks ago, Anne-Marie and I were having an amazing conversation about time blocking and productivity, about being at home under one roof trying to work and do family. And it kind of continued on for a longer conversation about traveling with children and acclimating to new routines and transitioning. And so this episode, you will hear us continue our conversation and we tap into all of the things, children and change and scheduling and how important it is. So I hope you guys enjoy it and thank you for listening. Anne-Marie Gustafson, or Anna for short, is an Olympia-based marketing strategist and web designer. She holds a degree in marketing with an emphasis on small business management and entrepreneurship. As a small business owner herself, she understands that your website needs to be an extension of you in order to build a relationship with your leads and clients alike. You can find her at annemariegustafson.com. We went to Italy when my daughter was three and we were the, she was the only kid on the whole trip of like my husband's whole side of the family. And they, we were, I was like, oh, oh yeah, we're going back to the house for nap time or we're, we, you know, we're going to just eat dinner at like five o'clock, even though there's no restaurants open. And they're like, man, you know, like you're not having as much fun. I'm like, yeah, because it's a lot of work with a kid. Like the, a vacation with a kid is a lot of work when it's you're in a co- different country. You don't speak the language. Yeah. There are no such things as vacation anymore. And then also I felt a lot of pressure to have her not be acting up and ruining anyone else's experience. Right. You know, so you're like, okay, well I'm trying to keep her happy. And by keeping her routine and keeping her feeling safe, you're all going to have a better time. So instead of giving me a hard time about being strict, you should be thanking me. <laughs> I know. And, and have you found when traveling now, we don't travel often with kids. Like it's one of Mm -hmm. those things I just choose not to do. It's just, I I don't find, I don't like to fly. Um, I have a fear of flying, Mm -hmm. uh, prior to my, my back surgery, I would like flying was actually very painful for me. And Mm -hmm. so just the thought of like traveling with kids, I was like, that's just a lot of lifting heavy, like that sounds terrible because I'm already going to be kind of like in a lot of pain. doesn't sound fun. And right. then when we used to travel, it it's very expensive for one, especially when they're not free. So we would travel before they turn two because <laughs> they can yeah. sit on your lap. <laughs> but when they were crying or upset, like people aren't mad. The people right. that are mad are the, are the ones that don't have children. The people yep. that have gone through it, they like feel badly. They're like, yes, they want to like come take your kid or like give you a drink yes. <laughs> or give you a hug. Cause they like, I know. And I feel bad. And it's not bothering them most of the time. They don't even you know? hear it. It's like, yeah. I, if <laughs> your child probably came say, in, like, I wouldn't even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> We're just so used to it. <laughs> it is like, cause I'll be on calls. Like, I'm sorry. My, I'm like, oh, I didn't even hear that because it's yeah. just like background noise at that point. And mm-hmm. I feel like even now, if I like, well, we, we're traveling and there's like a child, I would feel badly for the, for the kid and the parents just because mm-hmm. it's like, 
so parents out there listening, like, don't be embarrassed. Like it, we feel for you. Like we understand because it's hard on adults and it is still for that one. I can't even imagine that trip to Italy. No, um, no, <laughs> I no. <laughs> no, she was, she was amazing. That was actually one of the best, like it, she, my daughter, I will fly anywhere with her. I tell you, like, so we went this past, um, so a year ago this summer, um, so, you know, almost a year and a half. Pre-pandemic. Ago. Yeah, pre-pandemic. We went to um, Croatia with my husband's family. So they're big travelers. So, you know, we try to keep up with all of them and with the whole family so we can all enjoy. And so we had both kids um, going all the way to, so at three and six, going all the, so the way to Croatia. And it was actually better than a trip from Washington State to Boston that we took when my son was like 18 months because that 18 months, like two years, like trying to keep a little kid contained for that long. Oh, forget it. And it's terrible <laughs> like, to use. Like, no. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so maybe like if you have a really bad experience, and, like my husband was like, I never want to fly again after that, you know? And then of course we, we did. Do it right. Yeah. And, and then it was like, oh, it's better now. It's amazing. You know? So it's like, there's that definitely windows where they're like, oh, you know, that's too long of a trip. Maybe we can't make it or just... Also, you know, you're never going to see those people on the plane again. So just do it. And then, you know, it's not like they're going to be like, hold it against you forever. Cause you're never going to see them again. <laughs> I feel like too, like we have family overseas in Sweden and they travel with their three young kids and they're that my kids ages all the time though. And they just mm-hmm. pick up and go. And that's like kind of their cult. That's just how they roll. And mm-hmm. the kids are just so accustomed to it as li- like, it's like normal. So yeah. I feel like it, it all kind of depends on your lifestyle as well. And like what you've ingrained, like we've ingrained mm-hmm. schedules and things and <laughs> they're like, well, this is how we roll and this is how we travel. And we just kind of go with the flow. Like they would nap. I would just remember like they came to the States a couple of year- few years ago for new years. And we went to dinner and she brought the, the, uh, stroller and her, kid just like crawled up in there and just went to sleep and like no big deal and I'm like my child would not do that they would be fighting sleep and screaming and it just was stress and they just like went to sleep no big deal and and I'm like but that's because they're used to it and that's just how they roll and it's like great good you know no judge here like great that's awesome right whatever works for you I'm envious (laughs) my kids would never just like crawl in bed and go to you know or in a stroller and go to sleep but you know And I think that's, again, like all kids are different. So some kids that might work for them and some it might not. And you just like, you don't know, you don't get to pick your kid. (laughs) No, (laughs) your kids I'm sure are completely like my kids, all three completely different. Like, like it's um, astonishing that we're both the parents of all three because the traits, they're just so independent little people. They're very similar in some, like two of them are very similar. And I think if you're like a, like a horoscope person. They're both, they're two days apart in the month. So it's like, oh. they're both the same sign. So I'm like, I see those if, if, you know, but for the most part, they're all very different and it's just, you kind of kind of go with what you can with each. Right. right? Well, and it's so funny you bring that up too, because I always, I, I, I make the joke of like, man, you know, I thought I was like, oh, I learned all these things parenting with my daughter and like, yay, now we're having a second one. And like, none of the things that worked with her work with him. They're just so different. So it's like, you know, I mean, yes, you know more and you know what things work and don't, but then at the same time, we're like, 
<laughs> we're all just figuring it out with each and every subsequent child. It's going to be different. It is. It really is. It's like you forget to, cause it's like my kid, you know, you're like, Oh, it's the best baby. Like my third one, hands down best baby. You could like by the third, I was like, I could put him in the corner with food and water. He'd be perfectly content. <laughs> and then two hit. And it was the war. I was like, where's my child? And he was the third. He was easiest, easiest, easiest. But then like, he was the worst out of all three for terrible twos, like mm. demon child. I love my kid, <laughs> but like, holy moly. And I've had my first, like would throw himself on the floor face down. I'm like, how did you not just bust your lip open or like, you just, that's tile doesn't care. And then, you know, my daughter just w- would give you a look and I'm like, okay, you know, or, yeah. but with him, it was like, he, if looks could kill this child, I would be like complete, like dead a million times, but he will flip it so fast. And it's like, you can't help but laugh. So right. I feel like nothing, like you're saying, like nothing works. Like one, my oldest swaddled till he was like eight months old. He loved it. I'm like, this is insane. Why are like, th- th- you, they don't make them that big, but he <laughs> loved it. And then you've got like my daughter who had a, you know, wear a wearable blanket. Cause she didn't really like the swaddle just to get right. her for like, not to crawl out. Cause they never crawled out of their cribs. But then of course the third one comes along 22 months old. He's like out of his crib. I'm like, cool. Great. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. Right. No. You're learning new things with every kid. You know, it's a different thing for each one. Yeah. Like my first one would probably be... still be in a crib if I could, would let him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so it's just, um, it's just nice to know that you're not alone, especially with little kids. Cause I feel like being a mom is very lonely at times. Cause you feel like maybe you're the only one or you're wondering like, is it just mine or is there something wrong? Yes. And you always like to just hear it because when you're on like social media or yes. you're seeing like what everyone wants you to see mm-hmm. and come on people like, and, and or celebrities, like mm, right. they've got probably now I don't judge because I could be wrong, but you just make assumptions of people and you try not to, but you are assuming like celebrities and stuff like how many nannies do they have? How many, do you have a cook? Like, you know, you also have to put that into perspective. Like, well, who's taking that photo? Like that's not a (laughs) selfie stick. Like who's taking it? So like there's tools that people use or they're showing what, like how many takes did that take? Mm -hmm. And right now, like the reality is it's nice to just know that you're not alone. Like I'm not the only one that's like rigid with my schedule or being like getting a hard time because like, <laughs> or getting the sideways, like, Oh, she's such a party pooper. Cause she has to go home or yes. the biggest one is you eat at five 30. I'm like, yep, sure do. <laughs> uh, we eat at five. So we're even worse. The people are like, um, we're not even home by five. We're like, well, my husband, he works very early. And so we eat early and it works well for the kids. Cause then we don't like run right into bedtime. They have time after bedtime, but then everyone else is like, we eat dinner at like seven. And then we go to people's houses. And I'm like, my kids are losing their minds. Cause they are used to eating dinner two hours ago. And so I'm like, trying to eat like here, eat some, you know, eat some celery before we have dinner we're and then so they don't the want same. to eat dinner <laughs> we're so the same and my parents will come into town and they'll be like what's for dinner I'm like oh well we're we're and they're like oh or they'll grab dinner on their drive-in at like mm-hmm. seven and we'll be done and ready to go and they're like well what? I'm like well we're gonna eat at five five thirty like that's when we eat like six yeah. and six thirty <laughs> is really pushing it like 
Yeah. It's for your own benefit that we eat early because otherwise you have to sit and deal with my kids very hungry. <laughs> and then, I, there's a reason there's a word hangry. <laughs> and no matter how late they go to bed, they still get up at the same darn time. Yes. <laughs> the later they go to bed, the earlier they wake up. There's that whole collection of sleep that doesn't happen. Like it's an actual thing. So I was like, we try to go to bed at the same time every night and we're definitely not perfect, but that's like, those are some of the things it's like the things I'm really structured about are eating and sleeping. Yes. You cannot mess with those. Do not mess with the food and mess with the sleep because it's just those things are the three pillars, like exercise, sleep, and, and nutrition. Like there's a reason why people go nuts. (laughs) when they don't sleep. Right. It's like a form of torture some places. So like the earlier, the better, because then they get like overly tired and don't want to go to sleep. So then they fight it and they're hyped up and then you're kind of getting frustrated and then you have to end your day frustrated and not happy. And then you're tired in the morning. It's like a vicious cycle and you can never seem to catch up. Right. Or if you skip a nap, it's never the day they skip the nap. It's the day after that's like, hell. it's the worst. It's the they worst. just lose their mind over like the smallest thing. It's and then everyone's having a bad day. And you're like, oh, just sleep, please. I'll take oh. a nap. Somebody needs to sleep. It's awful. My daughter just went back to public this week because we were in private. We were letting everything kind of hash out and wait mm-hmm. and see. And we finally were like, okay, we're 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 good. So she really wanted to go, and we wanted her to see like you know meet new friends because mm-hmm. we're in a new school and in, in a new area and. She came home the first day and this was just like, what, three days ago, she would nap in the private because they would have that quiet time because they, they didn't have to come home at a certain time. Mm. And I was like, they're going to do quiet time, like reading, but they're not going to like have naps. So I wonder how this is going to be. Cause she stopped napping and then she started at school and I'm like, she must really need that because they get up so early. Right. And she's so tired when she gets home and now she just kind of loses it. And my husband's kind of like, oh my gosh. I'm like, well, she's missing out on that hour of sleep she was getting. And now she's super tired. So maybe we need to now adjust to where she can come home and she needs to just kind of rest where like my first grader comes home and he's like starving because he didn't eat lunch and he wants to finish his lunch, but we eat at 530. (laughs) Like stop eating. You know, it's like, so they just eat all day. (laughs) Yeah. So we just messed with her sleep just a little bit and it's, you can see a huge change. Yeah. Well, and especially if you think about starting a new thing, like even as an adult, like imagine starting like a new job, even when you are sleeping, like those transitions in your life are super hard. So when you're starting like a whole new routine with school and then losing sleep on top of, you know, what she was having on top of it, like how, how hard must that be for her? So I am sure that you guys changing her schedule has helped her a lot. Yeah, for sure. And I think new school, new teacher, you know, we tried to transition and I try to be super like you look ahead. I'm a, I'm a planner. I like to plan ahead. I like to be prepared for things that maybe we can't see. Mm -hmm. And so when we were moving, we started, we drove 45 minutes just to take her to the new preschool because we knew that we were going to be here. Cause why like put her there for two more weeks when like COVID was kind of like, they're opening it back up in the summer. And we were like going crazy, like, oh my gosh, just like 
get out of the house. It was like four months. These kids. Oh my gosh. Like they were tired of each other at one point. Like we were swimming every day. They didn't want to swim anymore. It's like, what kids don't want to go outside and play? Well, they're tired of doing the same thing. And so we would drive them just so they could acclimate because it's like, do we really want to move houses and schools? And we were changing sitters as well. And daddy's home now all the time. It was a lot of stuff. I'm like, let's just do one at a time. So at least when we move to the new house and we have the new sitter helping, they're at least acclimated to their school and kind of phase it. And it was an inconvenience and it took up a lot of gas and time, but it helped them. It definitely eases that transition. And like you said, like when you can keep as much constant as possible, that will help. So that was a way to ease them into keeping things constant because it's not all this change at once because change is hard for adults and kids alike. Sure. Absolutely. And things always never go to plan and you have to be at least try to like control as much as you can or at least minimize the stress. Like right. Minimum. Cause the unexpected is going to hit either way, but if they're in a comfort zone, when they hit the unexpected and adults too, when you're in a comfort zone and the unexpected hits, you can manage it much better than when you're already in like a fight or flight mode. And then something hits and you're like, okay. I, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this was so much fun. I love that we were able to talk more about just being mom and like, things around scheduling and like you and I are like the same. Like I, like that's why we click. I feel like so much because we are very similar. I think in everything that we do. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be good friends. We can put each other in the time block. (laughs) Oh, I know. Right. I wish we lived closer. Me too. And when it's all over, you come visit or vice versa. Um, will you tell everyone how we can find you and if what we need help with, we can, you know, you can help us with and all the things. You can find me on my website at annemariegustafson.com or you can find me on Instagram at annemarie.gustafson. And I would love to help you just get your business started up and pursue those passions and I can help you with website or marketing. And I especially love to help women and mom entrepreneurs who are getting started up in their business, because I do believe that you can do both things well. That's awesome. And we all need that. We always never know where to start. I mean, you helped me so much when I started CNC because I think we did like two or week phone calls that turned into like an hour, two hours, (laughs) because you were just walking me through so many things that I needed help with and didn't really know. And I feel like that's a really big pain point. And it's so nice. It was so fun to be able to do that with you too, because I love being able to do that. And then of course we clicked and had that connection too. So it's like, I, I love doing that for people though, too, because you have this idea, you have this amazing business that I know you're going to be very successful with and run with it. And I can't wait to see all the things you're doing. So I'm like your little cheerleader over here being like, yay, I'm ready. What's next? <laughs> oh, I hope it, I hope it's super helpful. And I know that like, you've been super helpful. So go check out Amory and I will put everything in the links and all my social and in here. Um, so you can find her, follow her because I, like I said, mood board Mondays are like my jam. I just makes me feel so good. And she's just, you just put everything together so beautifully. And I love it. I just love everything. Emory. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love everything, Heather. (laughs) Well, I will take it. Well, thank you so much for having, for having me. No, 
thank you so much for being here. And I will, um, you and I will be, I'm sure in touch. And thank you again for listening to another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.